0: Welcome to a grand party with me, A. Grant party, And this is a show where I convince some friends to get on the phone with me. And then we record it for content, baby. For content! Yeah, we've got an air horn in the whole morning zoo. <laughs> Sound effects that uh, I just keep loving to play with. And uh, caller number nine, caller number nine. I've been doing this. Caller number nine, got a pair of tickets for Hoover Stank, catch COVID live with Hoover Stank for caller number nine, used to do radio, used to do that stuff, still in me, still addicting, we are in Los Angeles, California, in mid-city in the cat garage, the Thursday evening, the cats are fed, all of them, all of the feral cats, all of the inside cats, everybody's happy. As the sun sets into the darkness. If it were just me solo, it would just be a lot of really bad spasms of voices like that. But thankfully, we're not alone. Dear listener, you, me, my friends, we're not alone. The introduction is the part where it gets awkward, but, you know, tried also doing the thing of just starting it without an intro. And that's kind of awkward too. There's maybe just no sense of me not feeling awkward. It's just a permanent state of, well, I'm awkward. All right, here we go. At least we're going to try to finish the sentences. If you've been tracking along for a while, ideally, that's, that's part of the growth, finishing sentences cleanly. So let me introduce my friends uh, who finished Sentences Cleanly, both of them, because they're both writers. I met them both in writing circles. Actually, I met them both differently. But first, uh, my friend Cameron and I met in a writing class, liked each other's work, and have been talking and hanging out and uh, working on stuff since, and uh, was also the second guest on The Grand Party, and the only two-hour episode, because that one was just literally... Like us just going, I don't even know what's going on and just talking in circles. And I was really, really into playing this for you, right? (laughs) The whole episode was just me being like, Cameron, we've got to break this, like, psychological hold that the drums have on you. And I don't know if it has, has it improved?
1: (laughs) No. I'm not going to stop laughing. I don't think it's it's not possible. I can suppress it, but I'm not, I'm still going to be laughing.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll move forward from that. And then actually, you know, I guess, like in terms of our friendship, I would say we also became, we met in pre COVID lockdown times, but not, not too long before it started. Uh, So I would say like our friendship has grown um, during COVID because we, in part, because we were At least for a little bit of time there like on slack every day then you went off and finished writing your manuscript your book but for a little while we were kind of like text chatting every day i guess i don't know but it was in a writer's slack a pandemic writer's slack to just hang out and shoot the breeze and kind of use it like a study hall sort of thing which was started by my other friend i was gonna say second friend but my first friend also miguel perrena who we met in a different way many years ago, didn't we, Perena? We met at uh, working at a for-profit film school that was extremely corrupt. We don't need to say the name, but that probably works for any of them. Or yeah, I don't really care. Much. I, I don't know what, you know, they're they a litigious bunch. Um, so who knows? Yeah. I don't want any... Better
2: to not, not have to deal with that.
0: <laughs> but we became friends. Uh, it was because it was a great crew that we worked with, but it was just in like the most absurdly ridiculous environment. And then you've been writing a, a bunch of scripts. You're like one of the most prolific people I know. And you're taking staffing meetings now and like doing all that stuff. And, uh, that's, that's who you are. That's who, that's who Miguel Perino and Cameron Bashy are two friends who write. We were hanging out on a writer's slack. And then I said, I'm doing this podcast now who's in. And, uh, that's, that's, that's the origin story.
1: I have two things to say about <clears throat> names. The first is that my last name is Bashi. And Fuck. today I want you to learn how to pronounce it. Bashi. <laughs> Did I, I,
0: I put the A, I put
1: the Ashy. Yeah. Yeah. You said, you said, bashy. you've always said Bashi. And like, I, I, I just keep
0: forgetting to tell you that it's
1: wrong.
0: <laughs> Bashi. All it's, right. Well, that's good, second, Cameron Bosch. Yeah, second. Bashi, the second thing is,
1: have you announced what the A in A grant party stands for? Or are you leaving your listeners to the mystery?
0: It ha- it's been played as a mystery, although my friend Zoe Clark remembered or knew. And Miguel might know, but I don't know. But uh, I'll, I'll reveal it, but I'd rather, but you can guess and then you'll get a Right. Um, um, did I pronounce Pereno right? Was I, Or if I've been mispronouncing Pereno too. I, I find that I mispronounce a lot of things. Like <laughs> right. I've got like a Midwest, like the thick A. Oh man, how embarrassing. It's funny,
2: it's funny that you say that because I was going to jump in and be like,
0: yeah, you know what,
2: actually. But no, so that's also kind of on me because I've always done the anglicized I just say Pareno is fine, Pareno is fine. But I do have a, an R and an enye in my name, so if you it, it technically, it's pronounced Pareño with the double r and the N, but I'm good with Pereno, too. So he's gonna
0: be practicing that all night. Can you can you say Cameron? Go ahead and introduce Miguel for me again.
2: <laughs> Welcome
1: to the stage, Miguel Pareño.
0: <laughs> i feel Honestly, like it's probably, it's probably better than i say it <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna lose either way i'm either gonna like pronounce things in this horrible midwest like yeah we're gonna go to maya get some pop gotta get some pop and got some <laughs> get some cat food for the pops and the like that's i honk <laughs> it's so hard it's such i i the name mispronunciation thing is such a uh uh embarrassing struggle Cameron. I, feel like
1: the, I feel like the double R is forgivable if you're not like speaking Spanish regularly. Cause it's like, sometimes it takes a second to be like, how do I do it again? But the N A you could definitely get every time.
0: Yeah. Can you speak Spanish, Cameron? Do you, do you, do you, uh, I,
1: I took two years of Spanish in high school, but most of the Spanish, most of my like conversation in Spanish has come through coworkers that I've had at restaurants.
0: Oh, you worked in restaurants for a while. I think I forgot that. That's
2: how it usually goes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't believe I didn't take Spanish in high school. I took German. What is wrong with me? You know, I took it because it was started out as French and then they switched teachers like the week before school started. And I was like, I'm just going to stay here. And also because everyone was taking Spanish. So I was like, I'm going to do the path, not taken and learn a language that will not be helpful. At all, because I was not considering anything, and I grew up in a extremely, predominantly, almost exclusively white, small town in the middle of a cornfield in Ohio, which is just the truth. Um,
1: It seems like they should just enroll kids if they're doing any other language automatically in Spanish, and then, like, have them bring some, like, explanation as to why they need to take any other language. But otherwise, (laughs) it's fucking Spanish,
0: Yeah, Yeah. my, I don't think my reasons, although I guess you could, you could just sort of bullshit whoever you're, I feel like in, in that environment, they're just like, I don't know, whatever we've, we've got to have two different language requirements for the state. So we lost our French teacher. This person knows German and, uh, you want to be a a rebel for no particular reason. Okay, fine.
2: (laughs) How much of that do you, have you retained?
0: So I guess it wouldn't have made a big difference. I've been I've a dumbass but I'm but dumbass is not
1: <laughs> See if you go to Spanish, you'd have plenty of practice plenty of opportunities to practice anyway
0: It's really embarrassing I I've I've uh, I've done a little bit of the apps you know I there's a little bit but I'm too I couldn't there's nothing you know I can't do it not not knowing a second language to really any degree is I think it's something I'm ashamed of enough to be embarrassed, but also, I guess, not ashamed of enough to um, do much about because I still only barely know English, really.
1: That's a classic predicament.
0: Yeah? <laughs> is, is yeah, it a, yeah there's,
1: there's all sorts of things I think. My... I'm too lazy to change.
0: Sometimes you're just too lazy to fix being dumb. <laughs> 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 Folks... I don't know anything. I don't know anything at all. I know I can't even pronounce my friends' names, but now I can. Cameron Bashi and Miguel Primo. No, I that was that was <laughs> way too. Well.
1: It was it was closer to the real thing than what you've been saying for years. Yeah. Really. Well,
2: you went you went all in on the on the area though.
1: Yeah, you did. You were rolling, and then Ooh, and
2: then you rolling. and then you just and then you you couldn't you couldn't stick the landing. It was yeah, the landing no. is.
0: What is the, what's the landing? I need practice on the landing.
2: Padreño.
0: It's like a, a Y. It's like a y. Padreño. Padreño. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> How do I not say it where it sounds like I'm doing a Conan O'Brien impression, though? Because I feel like that's, that's like, what's coming to my mind. Is... Honestly,
2: I probably can't do it because I, I haven't spent, I mean, So, like, I wrote an entire pilot about it, about how my upbringing, I didn't really learn Spanish, and so I ended up uh, being, you know, uh, exclusively English-speaking for a while, and then when I tried to learn Spanish, my family would make fun of me because I had an an accent, and I couldn't speak it properly. So... I can't even really say it perfectly, but the close, the you know, the best you're going to get right now is pareño.
0: Pareño. All right. Well, I feel I'm very, I'm blushing very much. So already I'm this, I'm realizing I'm like, oh, this podcast is going to lose me friends instead of reconnecting friends with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose all my friends. <laughs> Canceled canceled myself i'm so uh that's is that the one you've been tweeting about you've been tweeting about uh and i think sent it to me too i think uh i maybe read coconut yeah, Is I that Coconut?
2: It. yeah it's coconut that's that's the one that's been getting me all the all the meetings and you know my my manager has been sending it around a lot
0: so you wrote that maybe did you write that this did you write that during lockdown or did you write that before it was before as i recall
2: no i wrote it it was during lockdown um it was during so, lockdown so the story is, is that I went, so I went back home back in February, um, from my home. dad's sick for, uh, Chicago. Your dad um, got sick
0: with COVID, right?
2: Not from that, but yes, we're, we're moving over river <laughs> back in I don't, February. Why don't you
0: tell the story of your life and not, and not me trying to guess it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's maybe a better
2: <laughs> So back in February, I had, you know, we had gone to Chicago, um, I, you know, my ex-girlfriend now, but um, I was trying to show her around the city. And, you know, it just got me thinking about all these different things when I was a kid. And I was like, well, you know, this would actually make a pretty decent, you know, coming of age pilot. So um, as soon as we got back, we basically, we got thrown into lockdown, (laughs) like two weeks later. And so that's when we started the, the writers group. And that's when I started working on it.
0: Yeah, I guess that sounds right. Now in my mind, that early part of quarantine and the later part of the ten months it is almost two worlds for me, um, almost like two separate timelines. Because uh, I was rem- more recently, you were writing a Christmas script yeah, for some, yeah. and, and then <laughs> and then before that, it was I thought something else, but maybe it was coconut revisions. No, you were going back to like you've got a you've got a number of them. How many pi- how many completed pilots? uh do you have that you'd say
2: so coconut is the only one that i have that's only written by exclusively by me um with oh, okay there's actually the dead body mover script that we i don't know if you remember us talking about that in LA film. I do
0: yeah that was uh yeah
2: that's the uh, that's the second one and so there i've got two that are exclusively written by me both half hours and then kelsey my car writer and i we have let's see i want to say technical difficulties, which is another half hour, like workplace comedy. Then we have keeping up with Jonestown, which is the really dark comedy. Um, We did an hour long um, called the whistleblower that we wrote for a management company when they were looking at potentially trying to rep us. And then we wrote a hour long together during um, a lockdown. And that one was a kind of like promising young woman meets Dexter but I've kind of given her like exclusive, like um, you know, uh, credit to it because she's actually taken a meeting with uh with
0: my manager. So, cool. But that's wait, I lost track of the number even now. You just telling me and I was five, using six,
2: five six. I think
0: <laughs> you lost count too, Cameron. Did you keep count? I, I lost count. That's a lot. That's oh, two, I was
1: three, I was rolling in the waves of it. Yeah. Five, and, six. But, and, but,
0: six. but see, I feel like that's still lowballing it because that's not including the features. You're really good at completing these and like getting them into like a good place. So it's it's been very exciting to see your kind of recent, um, you know, uh, buzz growing, I guess, with it of like getting more opportunities or more meetings or, you know, exciting things. But I but with features, what's the number This there's a lot. This is all in like a, a pretty short amount of time, too. This is like over just like the past four or five years, maybe. <laughs>
2: nine, nine features. Holy shit.
0: Nine features. And then that's not including the five or six pilots. Yeah. That's, 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 that's prolific. I would call you absolutely prolific. Cause what, cause when did you start seriously writing? It was when we were, so it must've been like 20, I mean, you'd been writing a bit before that because I remember, but I—I I think I was. Didn't I read some of the early? You probably uh, read
2: some early stuff, yeah. Because I think because so I started writing in when I was in high school. I wanted. I was so like 15 years ago. I was 17. I decided to write my own version of the Resident Evil movie. Um, I don't know if you've been following the whole hubbub about uh, fan fiction on Twitter, but that kind of no. also.
0: I did see that there was the Resident Evil, there was the video game announcement uh, today, but I, and I knew that you had, you did do, uh, not fanfic, like a spec, essentially. Um, Yeah,
2: it was a spec. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of fanfic, I guess. I mean, like, isn't, like, isn't it really a fanfic, I guess? Yeah,
0: there was that sort of debate of, like, essentially any work that you're doing on an existing IP is fanfiction. So the idea that fanfiction is somehow less than is ridiculous. All writing, you know, it's all, it all. Uh, stories exactly. of stories. And,
2: Yeah. stories. Um, and so then I, you know, went to college, I took, uh, I took a class, I finished another feature, it was really, really bad. I don't even want to talk about it. But after that, it was kind of so like the last 10 years, it's been interesting, because I've definitely been more prolific in the last three years than in the previous seven. Uh, I had not re- never really finished a, a bunch of or like, I hadn't really had all those like scripts finished. Um, I had one pilot that I wrote. Um, I want to say it was my first like few years out here. That wasn't very good that it's not included in that list because it's not not great. But um, really, it's all kind of come together in the last three years after I got let go from the film school.
0: <laughs> OK, yeah, That I was going to say because I know. I I didn't mean to imply if I did that you started writing after I met you, but more so that your your output like because expl- I, I remember reading a few that were kept that kept uh, you kept polishing, which is you know still the essentially student loan I'm, one, yeah, the student loan one and the marriage one and founding fathers and I mean, good lord, as I think back, I mean, even at that, even then when I'm like, yeah, your output was a bit, you know, it was it was steadier and then now it's now it's quite a lot. So I don't know that, that amount of work. I mean, it's just got to pay off. I one, one's got to imagine. Um, so we're all going to, I mean, better learn to fucking say your name. Whoops. Why am I cursing? This whole episode is so, what am I doing? What am I? I mean, if we just cut out that part where you're talking, then I think we've got something good. I don't know if you know though. Did you know that Cameron finished uh a book? Did you know he finished a book?
1: <laughs> is that I did totally not. In- insulting? Did you just say if we cut out the part where you were talking, I think it makes sense. No, no, sense. we
0: cut everything else around it, and we just keep that.
1: <laughs> if we uh, just uh, keep, okay, okay. If we just
0: keep what Miguel is saying and then cut everything else, we've got an episode.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I can See, because I can't even – man, this is – gosh. Uh, y'all are finishing stuff. That's kind of the, the theme – that I'm, I'm writing or, or the connection rather that I'm looking for. Cameron finished a book, a whole ass book. And it's great as nonfiction. uh, It's a, it's called the phenomenon of whiteness, but I was trying to just think of like, it's nonfiction essays, I suppose, uh, or I don't know what what you call that. I
1: think is a good, a good word for it.
0: Yeah. Treatise. Is it a treat it's a it's a it's I mean, philosophical. It's, it's, I would well. say that it's polemical to a degree. <laughs> See, w- these are all words that are just beyond my capability. I why did I think talking was my strength? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know exactly what polemic like I don't know how I would define polemical.
0: Yeah. Nobody knows. It's an unknown word that mm. uh controversial. Controversial, okay. <laughs> I
2: mean the other yeah, that works.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. So that's for the benefit of the, the listener.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait. No, I'm going to give the, the Wikipedia definition. Polemic is contentious rhetoric that is intended to support a specific position by forthright claims and undermining of the opposing position.
0: Oh, yeah. That's definitely, yeah. Polemic. Not polemic. I want to say polemic, but I know that's, that's wrong. That rhymes with bulimic, and that's not what books are about. I don't think. Well, some books are about bulimia, but not the books it's that the we're talking.
2: Pronunciation about. podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, you guys have all been saying my name wrong. It's pronounced uh, a a grand party, and and I'm trying to set that right. I'm trying to stop <laughs> pronouncing the D. It's it's a T, and stop pronouncing the T. It's a D. You got to switch the D's and the T's. T's and I the D's.
1: I've you at least 15 times <laughs> had a name, and you always refuse to give me an answer.
0: You oh, just, the Does A. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, I like I like the A, but it's, I don't know. The mystery of it is fun. Do you want to take a guess? I'll give you a guess. We'll do uh, The Hell Is My Name. What is the A in A Grand? Oh, wait. I'm not going to guess because I know it. Well then, you can just say it.
1: But we'll. But Miguel needs to guess. All right. But I think I think I think he knows too. Pardon. Why are you having it? <laughs> no. It's, what does the A stand for?
0: <laughs> Out. Oh. Listen. We're we're all. We're all got the goof em ups in the mouth and we don't know how to speak. <laughs> and We just start doing we do the voices that we can do. We do we do the imitation of Michael Guyton that just amuses us so much that we cannot stop doing it because we're just dumb, baby. Dumb dum dummies, dummy dum <sighs> dum dum dumaros. All right. Do you know what the do you know what my first name is? Do you know that Grant is my middle name? Did you know that?
2: I actually I didn't think I did. Oh, actually, you know what? I think I I did know this at one point back when I was passing around paychecks at work.
0: That's how I thought you might have known mm, is from. When but, we together.
2: Yeah, but I don't think I I don't think I know or I, I don't recall.
0: Does it feel OK? So you're finding out not maybe for the first time, but having not remembered. Do you feel a sense of betrayal that grants not my first name? Do you feel like I misled you? Not at all, okay, he did all right
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean well i didn't I didn't mean to uh i but uh grant just seems like the uh the cooler name, and then I switched it in high school um because I found out that you could, and my first name is also my dad's name, so I thought abbreviating this name. It would seem too much like my dad, but then also the full uh, name sounded like a kid's name to me. So, I, so I'm not a junior, but our first names are the same. And mm-hmm. so just in search for like a, a rebrand for Teenage Grant, it became Grant did a like a, what do you call it? Camp counseling. And I was like, well, these people don't know me. So I'll just tell him my name's Grant and we'll see how that sounds. And it sounded good. It sounded real good. Mm-hmm
2: here's why I don't feel like it's a betrayal because I also like my name also has like a similar, like past because, you know, I go by Miguel professionally. Um, but it, because it's also my legal name, but growing up, I was always Michael or Mike. And then going into high school when I my actually junior to senior year, when I needed to start applying to colleges, they had me, they had to, you know, I had to go back to my, legal name which was Miguel and then going into college I was introduced as Miguel and I would always be like no no no, no it's Mike or Michael so I don't feel betrayed because of that
0: <laughs> that's true it's it's switched during our like at the when we worked together it was I think you were kind of insistent it was Mike or Michael yeah because I I feel like uh, it was asked or I asked or someone asked or it was brought up and and uh, kind of repeatedly you were Mike or Michael and then I guess around the, was it around the time of writing Coconut that, uh, that you kind of decided to sort of re it? Yeah,
2: yeah, kind of. I think diving back into that story a little bit just kind of, it just made a lot, made a lot of sense, um, to kind of, yeah, just re embrace, uh, you know, kind of like quote unquote who I was, who I am, kind of. Yeah. Um, and all that. I'm kind of but,
0: considering, kind of considering going back to the A. I like the A. Um, but I'm still I'm not gonna I'm still not gonna say the A until you guess. But I also accidentally cut you off mid thought. Whoops!
2: Oh no, it's all good. <laughs> Wait,
1: what do you What do you think that it is? Since we both probably know what it is and aren't really guessing. Here we go. What's
2: um. That? God, I don't. No, it wouldn't be that.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what you get. You get. We'll give. You multiple we'll give yeah, we're going to do. We're going to get you get two off the top of your head guesses. And then the third guess, if you haven't gotten it by the third guess, you get uh, some sort of you can ask Cameron a question for like a clue or something or me. you can ask for a clue. But I think I think a lot of rule because he's probably just going to guess it immediately. Yeah, probably. But uh, <laughs> maybe not. But uh, Honestly, okay. I don't think I am. All right, two A names off the top of your head that it could be.
2: the The two A names that immediately come to mind are the two are the two A names that we worked with, and it, that's and it wouldn't be because like my guess was I was like, no, it's not Aaron and it's not Andrew because we both worked with an Aaron and an Andrew.
0: That's correct. It is not Aaron or Andrew. However, those were fine guesses because if I did indeed have the name Aaron or Andrew and I was not using it. I might not have brought it up. I might have just been like, I'm going to slip by and let these guys be the Andrew or the Aaron and not say, Hey, actually, because then it would seem like I was seeding territory. So better to keep it a secret either way. It's wrong. So that, that storyline didn't play out. That's all fantasy. Um, Okay. Now you get a clue. Do you want what? All right. I got to give you options huh? of what kind of clue you can either ask Cameron for a hint, or you can ask for, How many, you can ask for how many letters are in it. You can ask for how many syllables. Two syllables. Two syllables. You get two syllables from Cameron. And I'll tell you also that it's six. Six letters.
2: Six letters. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Cam, do you have any? <laughs> I mean, I would
1: say that it is two syllables, a two syllable name with six letters.
0: I'm sorry that I brought you on this podcast to put you on the spot to guess my name, and count <laughs> and count letters. And I like uh, you just do like a, a half hour more, of this. and do and just torture you. Well, Watch me squirm. <laughs> this is, I mean, look now you guys know how I felt for the first t- like ten, ten minutes of. Uh, well, how do I, I should probably plan, Cameron suggested even planning out some of this in advance and indeed suggested topics that we still have not broached because I'm just obsessed with embarrassing everybody. <laughs> all right, I guess, I guess it's time to reveal it. Although you get a third guess. All right, Arthur, great guess. Thank you.
1: That is a really party. good guess. It's in the realm of Arthur, <laughs> just like that, but it's not Arthur.
0: Yeah, that's an extreme because it's not. It is six letters. It's two syllables. You, you know, you 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 beat that test.
2: <laughs>
0: Tell me to do the same thing. I'm not sure if I could. Uh, even even though it's my own name, I'm like, well, gee, uh, uh, Alfred. No, that's too many. God, get, is it, <laughs> it B? What is it? Well, I I wouldn't guess it in a million years if it was my own. If it wasn't my name, oh, but I can't know what it is. All right, Yay. Albert. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I> wanted- <laughs> <laughs> now that now that I'm saying it, it all it's all coming back. It all makes sense.
0: It's all coming back. You're seeing it again on the on the pay stub and on the the legal paperwork. Albert Grant Party. But A, just as I don't think my parents really, you know, I don't think they were considering, well, if he's Albert Grand Party, then he's also going to be a grand party. But that's what it is, baby. Al, yeah, my dad went by Al. And so growing up, he was like Big Al or Little Al or Albert. And then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just uh, after a while, it was like, well, one grandpa name for another. Old- <laughs> um. Well, anyway,
1: <laughs> is it more deceptive for you to start going by Grant, or if you had decided to add an O to Albert
0: and started going by <laughs> Alberto, Alberto Grant <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that could work. If I what if I switched over to being Alberto? Everybody wants to insist on the O, Albert, Albert, Alby. People always like to suggest Alby too. Um, anyway, half You're hour really of names. i convincing Alberto. You think I could do <laughs> I that think
1: again? your life would could be very different if you had switched to Alberto or Alberto in college or in high school and not Grant.
0: Cameron, did you uh, ever, uh, Bashi? Okay. Cameron Bashi, with your name, any, um, I don't know. What's the theme of the, any, any switcheroos? Or or has it been Cameron since little Cameron and then all the way up to adult Cameron?
1: No. I mean, have we. I I guess we haven't talked about this?
0: Yeah. All right. I don't think so. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) I became Cameron Bashi in 2006.
0: (laughs) What? We're all. What? This whole time? You you were just sitting back holding these cards? All right, wait, this has got to stop. <laughs> right, it won't stop. It needs, it needs to stop. Oh, my goodness. Oof, close call. Close call. That Okay, wait a minute. No, in 2006, that's not when you were born. You were not born in 2006.
1: No, you are not- I had, I had, I've had different names over the course of my life. And, you know, the name I have now is just what it is now. It might change later. But it's definitely changed before.
0: That sounds like a story.
1: Yeah. I mean, the short version of it, the shortish version of it, is that I changed my name in 2006 because I wanted to since I was in probably high school, like in the mid to late 90s when I was in high school. And finally, I just got around to doing it when I was 24. And I was like, fuck this name. I'm getting getting a new name. What and was the old I name? Wanted, uh, my name when I was when I changed it was Cameron Denard Simmons.
0: Simmons. Yeah,
1: is that right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my mom remarried when I was a kid, and I took my dad's last name, which is Simmons. <laughs> I was born Cameron Rain R-A-I-N-E. Gotcha. So I was Rain until I was about eight. Cameron Denard Green, and then I was Cameron Denard Simmons from eight until like 24. And I changed it to Cameron Ellsworth Bashi then.
0: Not In any, for any
1: particular reason, but because I liked
0: it. Yeah, but not, not for any particular reason other than you realized you could, you said? Like, you I mean, kind of like. It, the,
1: yeah, I mean, the reason was that I wanted to change my name. I didn't like choose Bashi because of anything specific except that i met somebody whose last name was bashi mm. and i like told him that i was like wanted that i always wanted to change my name and like was sort of like thinking about doing it and he mm. suggested that instead of going back to my biological father's name which is what i was planning on doing that i take his name because i had mm. already told him that i thought it was cool and i was like
0: that's pretty hey, badass yeah that's like creating your own myth kind of thing. So you were considering going back to Cameron Rain. Is that right? Am I pronounced? It's Rain, not Rain's. Yes, Rain. Yeah, singular Rain. Cameron Denard Rain to Simmons to Bashi.
1: Yeah, but Boshi. I also changed my middle name.
0: You also changed it, your middle name.
1: Yeah, it was like this summer in 06 when I like met this dude named John Bashi. Oh, well, funny funny thing about John is that when when I like decided to take his name, he who had just come back from Thailand where he had like been teaching English for the past like seven or eight years or something just kind of like, you know, ditched the US and was like I'm going over there. He but he like he was like getting older and decided he felt like he needed to clean up his life or like, you know, become an adult. So he like applied to law school and he was, you know, back in the US and But he hadn't yet gone to law school. Like when we were like hanging out, he like got the acceptance letter that he had gotten in. Um, And when, when I told him that I was going to take Bashi, he like offered because his middle name was Solomon, John Solomon Bashi. He was like, Oh, when I go to Chicago, I'll become Solomon because I thought Solomon was a cool name. He's like, I'll become Solomon and I'll just give up John and like, I'll just do that. And I was like, that's crazy. And you don't, I don't care if you do that, obviously. Like I'm taking your name either way. Um, but then he actually did it. He like moved to Chicago and like now he goes by Solomon.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. What a, what a like, uh, um, you know,
1: wow. That's a story of friendship. Oh, but I didn't, knew- I, didn't get to the, I didn't get to the middle name part, which is that like, oh. When he and yeah. I were hanging out, we were watching Deadwood, and we were both very into the show. And at the last minute, when I was like in the in the uh, the office or like the courthouse, like filling out the paperwork, I decided to change my middle name to Ellsworth, which is the name of a
2: character in Deadwood.
0: Oh my gosh, Miguel! Did you watch Deadwood?
2: I honestly, I I started watching it, or I tried to start watching it a pre pandemic and then I just stopped. So I had so the answer is no. I watched the pilot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, probably in the pilot, but comes comes more into prominence a bit later. My uh uh my buddy Mike Robinson is uh off to in, insist that he listen to uh this episode and, and meet you at some point because he's a huge deadwood head. Ellsworth is a uh is an inspired choice and I I uh I quite like that. And do you see? Do you see yourself sort of as that uh, character, is or, or just you know? Is, no, no, no. Yeah, I
1: mean, he was like a a drunk gold panner. who was like <laughs> a good guy. You know, he, was like, yeah. he was like an honest and upstanding citizen, but he was really also just some dude
0: with a cool. Yeah, name. yeah. I mean, it's it is a cool name. I did not expect us to have this sort of commonality in a in three very different ways, but also a pretty. You know, I mean, maybe every, maybe that's a sort of, I suppose name changes is a common experience. I
1: I mean, we're, we're like you two, especially are Hollywood aspirants, aspirants, aspirants. So and like Hollywood is full of people who change their names. That's true. Really? This is pretty on brand.
0: Yeah, I guess that's right. It came it it occurred to me only because I was really into the Beatles and realized that Paul McCartney is actually James Paul McCartney. And I thought, Oh, you can do that. Oh. Okay. And I talk like I talk like John Mullaney when I have realizations. It's, oh, I can only do the O. Oh. Can only really do the oh. <laughs> O. Oh. But it's a good O. Oh. oh. It's kind of like that. Um You, you, when last time we were talking, Cameron, uh, not on the pod, but just in general. In fact, it's, I was telling you about kind of the misadventures of my life in my 20s when I was working at the school with Miguel. Uh, and your, your observation that it sounded like a, like a Noah Baumbach, Greta Gerwig type of, and I was like, I mean, sure, from a certain point. But now I'm realizing that that's, that's there for all of us. That's, there's, there's the, uh, the you know 20s 30s something listen you can each there there's there's protagonist stories going on here in the indie comedy of a screw-up young adult type of thing i see it even on a baumbach kick i was trying to segue into your baumbach kick by making that
1: I couldn't tell when your observation was complete and when it was time for me
0: to take the baton I'm still struggling with uh, <laughs> still struggling with ending sentences confidently and not just trailing off <laughs> <laughs> gotta hit gotta hit those punch lines that's why I'm not doing uh comedy where I'm doing a, doing a podcast instead because stand-up you gotta have punchlines which awesome. really just means leaving space after you talk and not talking immediately right <laughs> after but I get the if you, if timing you wrong end,
1: if you end on a question mark it'll be clear that you are no longer speaking and that you're ready for the other person to begin speaking I'm going
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a done thing, but I'll be honest. The reason I, ha- I hesitate to end the statement in a question is even though it's the probably polite, right thing to do to ask you guys questions is I fear that it becomes interviewee and I'm hoping that it's more conversational, but, uh, yes, Cameron, you've been on a Baumbach kick. Yes.
1: I've I I've watched two Noah Baumbach movies. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, that's not even true. I watched one. I watched the Myerowitz stories and didn't really love it, but I watched another indie movie that was kind of in the same vein, you know, personal struggles, intimate relationships, not a huge budget. Uh, I thought...
0: Oh yeah. That's on Mike's end. That's on Miguel's end. Whoops. Um, um, wait, no, we were talking about Francis Ha. What are you talking about? You're saying you only watched uh, the Meyerwitz stories. We 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 were just talking about Francis Ha the other day.
1: Well, I, I watched some Meyerwitz stories, and I I also watched Private Life, Private Lives, Private Life, Private Lives, Private Lives with Paul Giamatti and Catherine Hahn, which is like Bondbox esque, but is not Bondbox. It's by Tamara Jenkins.
0: Okay, but you said you saw you watched one saw head- Francis had-
1: Ha, like when it came out in the theater. I haven't seen. Oh, that.
0: okay, yeah, same. Oh, I see. And more recently, you watched. Well, I I understand.
1: I've like wanted to watch it. And I've like sort of thought of that as a model for the kind of movie I was thinking about with you working in this uh, as a counselor.
0: Yeah. My first, isn't that I, I, that it's ridiculous that, uh, and I mean, it's true for Chaz too. Uh, after I left. Um, yeah. Our roommate uh, of uh, like my first full-time job in Los Angeles was as a career counselor, which should be illegal or at least be a tip off that uh i mean i'd worked i had some internships and did some pa work but uh then just because they were cutting everybody back and uh they could pay me less and same with you i mean they i mean they did the same exploitation with you to like work a lot less for for a lot less
2: i was the second i was in this i was the second in command to that department and i did all of the work but i did it for like way less than i should have been paid
0: yeah i mean same i was not, I mean, I guess I was, I was qualified enough in the sense of how they they treated being a career counselor, which was to just be like, here's a resume template, here's job sites, make sure to network, uh, you know, and I'll give you notes on your reel. There's yeah. sort of, I mean, it is true that, but it was just definitely the case of like, this is a counselor who can't counsel himself. This is a counselor in need of career counseling himself because I was doing the most standup at that time too. So I was out very late every night and coming in like exhausted or very late and like almost daring to, uh to lose the job. It ended up hanging around. I mean, <laughs> for, for quite a while, but it was like, there was a lot well, of like, once mis- once,
2: Dan- once Danielle left, I think it, it made obviously made things a lot easier because, well, I shouldn't say left, but you know Um yeah. When when, once uh, our boss was the uh, the boss, it made it real easy to get away with uh, a whole lot.
0: But there was like it because it was there was a person at the top who was oblivious to sort of everything. And there was a a rotating cast of second end commands, which which eventually became you. But it was it cycled around to like people who like did not last in it long. They would try to bring in more experienced women, mostly women who would who would leave not peace it would be like a thing where they were it was a bad environment it was a pretty bad it was like a ridiculously bad corporate environment but what was fun is that like within the department there was you know you meet there was a lot of us like starting out or you know coming at it from whatever end but everybody was
2: everybody aspiring was cool. yeah yeah it was it was it like was... party down
0: in in evil company It was like uh, if everything has to be content and immediate. It was it was party down meets better off Ted at a film school. Um, That was our (laughs) that was our workplace. But then my but then my personal life was a Francis Ha Noah Bombach sort of indie uh, darling kind of movie, probably in black and white, um, (laughs) of just somebody complaining and being lost and aloof. Um. All right. Ending there in, in a question mark. It really great
1: to, to, to see that in black and white.
0: Yeah. You ever feel <laughs> lost and aloof?
1: <clears throat> no, never. <laughs> Why would not functional?
0: All right. Fine. All right. After fine. I got fired, maybe. <laughs> yeah. How long did you ride the uh, unemployment train before? Uh, I mean, kind of, I don't know. For me, it's been, there's been a lot of freelance, a lot of on and off, a lot of uh, it's just uh, on and off. Well,
2: back well back then, it was you know the more traditional unemployment. So you're it, it ran out at some point. So I I took that I took the unemployment, which I couldn't get until August because I had to fight with the school a little bit there was an issue in what I reported and the way that I got let go. And so I had to like plead my case to like an adjudicator or something. And eventually they, they gave it to me. Um, but I think it was more if an issue on my end of what I said versus anything on the school's part. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I took my severance, which probably, I honestly probably could have sued them. Mm. Hmm and could have gotten a real nice settlement like <laughs> the other person who had left the school unceremoniously everybody
0: um, uh, like virtually everybody left with i guess i didn't but i was really like i called our boss a tool on stage like i i did things where they really should have dropped me a couple of times but they were so obviously corrupt they were such a villain like I, they they would hold these all company uh announcements to encourage us to vote for mitt romney uh, you can see the owners at the school there at the sad mitt romney party just I, still, a, I think i still
2: have that picture
0: do you really oh man please send it to me because that is a gem i mean it was it was that era too of like it was the it was the obama years everything felt Hopeful and good, but also the economy was like such that it was that you know felt the Middling need for
2: because of the Republicans.
0: Yep. And Wait, uh,
2: what
1: what kind of settlement did this other person get?
2: Uh, wrongful termination, I think. How much money do you know? I think it was like two hundred k. Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. Wow!
2: Wow! I t- think t- I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure.
0: Sure. Oh man. But uh, you know, this is all for me. <laughs> for any lawyers listening, this is all a work of this is all a work of fiction, uh, and none of this is real. All right. We all had different.
2: <laughs> well, for for me, it was like I didn't want to pursue any legal action because I I just wanted to put the whole thing behind me. And I didn't want to have to devote any time to going to court, to going to a lawyer, finding a lawyer. Like I looked into it and I, I talked to a lawyer about it, but it just felt like it would have been way too much effort. And I saw like how it, you know, legal issues consumed my boss when mm-hmm. he sued someone. Cause that's how I kind of ingratiated myself to him. And so you know, I saw how he was consumed. And it's like, I I don't think I would have been as consumed in the same way. But I didn't even want to have to deal with that. And so the, you know, the pros and cons of it was just like, okay, yeah, sure, I could sue them. I could go, you know, get a nice, decent settlement out of it. But is it really going to be worth it in the long run? And so, you know, and, you know, have to find a job immediately, because, you know, I wasn't going to get the payout. They definitely would have, you know, tried to uh, deny me unemployment at that point. Ooh. And I wouldn't have had the severance either. So ultimately, I just decided to sign the severance agreement and get my unemployment. And then I spent the next five months, six months almost um, working uh, or uh, on unemployment, just writing full time.
1: Oh well
0: that's see it worked out. That uh when it shortly after I started working there, they the school was being sued uh by a coalition of like former students and, and graduates from one of the programs who felt like they'd been they overpaid for a junk degree, which is yeah. debatable. They had yeah, I mean they had, there's a case to be made, certainly. I, you you also saw it's listen, I depending not, on which program it was the, uh, it was, it was, uh, I'm going to try to just not be specific at all, but it was the, uh, audio program. Yes. Um, and also when I, my, the first boss, which I th- may have been before you started working there, cause I think I was working there before you, right? I Did know,
2: you- I know of him. I, yeah. I was around so near like the end of, of, the end end of it. it. He was,
0: he was my boss using me as his personal assistant for his producing projects as well as doing the school stuff. And then also he was dating. Uh, the woman that was at the head of the group suing the school, but he was always lying about it and hiding that fact. It was so so (laughs) ridiculous, but he would do anything to like make the, uh, the owners try to like him. So he was constantly just like, it was the most so like, and it was so looking back, it was, it was such an abusive and and particularly was our boss as well. Just like the stand, almost unfortunately standard, uh, you know, just narcissistic abuse kind of man that is a common sort of man that you find in, uh, in that maybe come from agency backgrounds or wish they had, you know, a stronger agency yeah. background. Which both those guys did um, that former agent sort of shark mentality. So that's who they wanted to hire because they theoretically, these, like, these agent types could get these students jobs, but they were always just looking for jobs for themselves. Uh, they weren't or to like pick out, you know, you know, one or two graduates to try to uh, work with and attach themselves to. It was just so sleazy and so corrupt in the way that they would like, I don't know. Again, there's a lot of like great students and graduates who came from it. Like I felt lucky that our job at least was on the back end of things of trying to like practically help them practically get a job as that you could. And like, even though the school was often just funding its own things to be able to rehire these kids and then be able to say, well, they worked. So we're good. Just this like little fishbowl cycle. Um, The work that we did, like in the sort of hands-on way was very, you know, I I don't think I could work on the front end and and sleep at night to be like, just kind of just take being in the point of taking the money as opposed to trying to help them get money and, and get going.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely not. I could, I could not have done that. It just made me feel would have made me feel icky.
0: Yeah. Fun time. Um, I don't know, Cameron, let's, let's, uh, you had, uh, how do I pivot into one of the things that you suggested, which is, are you seeing, um, people wearing masks? What are you guys feeling on, uh, 10 months into the, uh, pandemic? Are we still taking, I mean, I'm still taking it seriously, but I guess I, I go to stores and stuff wearing masks, but, uh, have you guys, how are you guys pandemicking?
1: Well, what I, what I mentioned was mass masklessness, which I observed just this past weekend when I went to the beach. What? Mm. I think it was a, uh, was it Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, uh, it, like sunset. We just like sort of decided to like jump in the car and go to the beach. And like, when we got to Santa Monica, cause it was, we didn't have enough time to like go up or down. We just like went straight over. They were like, I mean, the beach was packed. It was like, I think the high of that day was like 88. Like, it was super warm. It was a Saturday. Um, but it was, there was a, there were a lot of people at the beach. And, like, Sean got really, he was just like, uh, these people are like way too close together. I don't know about this. And I was kind of like, uh oh, well, maybe, I don't know. We should, like, because we were, like, looking for a parking spot. Of course, we couldn't find one. Anyway, we keep driving around. There's just like, But, yeah, it was like a shit ton of people at the beach. It seemed like too many. And at one point, we passed a park which just had a really large lawn, maybe like half a block wide. And there were just like, you know, people on picnics or like people have, on blankets having picnics, picnics that whole thing. But there were like, it seemed like maybe a third of the people out had masks on, like in this huge, like park full of people hanging out on Saturday. It was like, what the fuck is happening?
0: Um, they had no masks on, is what you say.
1: Yeah, so most it, of the people, it seemed, were not wearing masks. And we were both, like, horrified. They were like, don't they know? Like, haven't they got... What what beach was it? it? Uh, We went to Santa Monica Beach, and then this park was, like, you know, a couple, like a block off the beach, a block or two from the beach. And that's when we really could see the people weren't wearing masks. We couldn't see the people on the beach because we were close enough. But we saw that they were, like, pretty uh, cozy together.
0: I mean, it's some I, the number, is something like one in three of every person in Los Angeles County has had it at one point, which is wild. I think that's the number. Did you see that stat?
2: I've heard one that. in three.
0: Yeah. Is that right?
2: Well, I, I think, was, you know, we were uh, in this house and we were about 50 percent.
0: You did you catch it, Miguel? Yeah, you did. right. Yeah, I was right.
1: yeah, hey, That was yeah. like yeah.
0: in the last like month or so. How are you doing? How, what was
2: it? Uh... Um, <clears throat> so I spent, so I spent, uh, New Year's Eve. Um, well, my roommate told us on New Year's Eve, um, we went into quarantine on Friday and the, which was the first. And then I got tested on the fourth, um, got the results the next day, uh, tested positive. And, you know, I just got out of quarantine on Friday, last Friday. So, wow. But luckily it was a like very mild case, um, had no issues really. Uh, it was mostly just, um, it was kind of just like a bad cold for me. Um, but you know, the thing to understand is that like, you know, it treats everyone differently. You're not, you know, you don't know what the, what it's going to be like if, when you catch it. So, you know, a better safe than sorry.
1: Yeah. How's your breathing?
2: Honestly, I had no issues. My mom sent, my mom and dad, my dad's a doctor. Uh, they sent a pulse ox and like a care package of, uh, different, uh, remedies for me to take like some supplements and like vitamins and shit. Um, and so I took, I took all that stuff kind of before, but also like throughout and, you know, I had no breathing issues. I never dipped below 95% oxygen saturation and even then, if one, if I did, it was very briefly. Um, and I was mostly hovering around like 97, 98, 99 the whole time. Wow. So I got very lucky. I got very lucky.
0: Glad you're doing all right. Yeah, that's good. My mom's, my mom's recovered too. She, it got pretty bad for her for a minute and I appreciated your, um, uh, well, you both, both of you were reached out and were very kind and sweet about it, um, and Miguel, your recommendations from your dad uh, were well taken. Right. It was scary there for a minute, though, because she was like, she had like all the like bad symptoms of it, like low energy, mm-hmm. hard time breathing, no smell, no no taste. And she's alone. So it was like, all right, how do it, you know, how do I get there if I and like who's found, a, you know, a, a friend nearby stepped up to uh, help deliver groceries, which was like the kind of the main concern. Cause nothing delivers to where she's at, you know, mentioned earlier. It was very small farm town that where I went to and grew up and went to high school. Um, so there's no grocery delivery out into the, the County. Uh, but anyway, it's been a couple of weeks now and, uh, it seems like a full recovery. She's like back at work and it's been, it's been good. I mean, I think unfortunately for those reasons, because people are like seeing it or they get it, they recover. And then, it leads to a lot of people kind of, unfortunately back to the beginning of not taking it super seriously, or I would argue not incentivized enough to take it seriously. It's it's people still need to go to work. I've been giving my neighbor a ride to work.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't want to
0: get COVID. I don't like the idea of putting, we're wearing masks, but she doesn't have a car and I do, and I'm not using it. And all right, sure. Like it's extremely early in the morning, but yeah. All right. We can do this. Uh, there's not enough help. There's not enough like there needs to be direct payments, which is now Biden's. Hooray! All right, the, how did you guys feel about uh, inauguration? Was yesterday and didn't? Ta- I'm sorry I didn't bring it up earlier. I mean that's like about- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I drank a lot yesterday. That was that was fun in celebration, and then we had the earthquake. What? Yeah, It was, was a mild one. Yeah, we had
0: a. Yeah, uh, it was a mild uh, mild what time was an earthquake?
2: Like, right right around, like, inauguration. Like, I want to say, like, around, like, 8.45. Like, right before he was about to take the oath. Oh, I was in the valley. Maybe it was uh, weaker up there. It was 3.5, and it was, like, a little further south, so.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not huge. Huh. He took the oath at 8.45. I think I missed it. I think I missed it. Or maybe maybe it was, uh, let's see. I thought it was in the beginning of the day. I watched it in the morning with... um, uh the poem and the uh the everything. Oh man. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, I, I it it before the poem.
2: Yeah, so it was it was around nine AM. Um because he, he he got inaugurated before nine AM because it was like it was probably like eight forty five is when he got um sworn into office. And so it was probably like during his inaugural address.
0: Oh, we're talking about eight forty five in the morning. I thought for a second it was what I didn't watch so much was the like celebrity um, performances and such uh, in the evening.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't watch those either. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was like, Oh wait, did I miss some like, Oh no, that all happened. I saw it in the morning. I watched the Trump speech. uh, The very sad and grotesque, uh, sad speech of trying to claim victory. The most sad and grotesque man of all time. And at, with the whole like, Journey Don't Stop believing, was playing which felt Sopranos-ish, The Gloria, the YMCA, the whole thing and being like we set them up great. It's like it was just the most insane delusional thing. Uh it was like Amanda Gorman uh was the name of the who read it. Um and that was the highlight for sure as well as seeing that uh the Harris daughter looks an insane amount like Ashlyn, my wife. I don't know if you noticed.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i was actually just li- i was listening to your podcast from yesterday this morning so <laughs> l l i m off
0: that's it yeah not so much when you look into deeper into the instagram although there's definitely like a similar vibe they're both arts and craftsy got similar glasses hair there's there's a bit of a resemblance
2: no yeah i i got i got gotcha.
0: you <laughs> i've got glasses and hair yeah it's true so do i
1: do we look like them?
0: No, not really. But Ashlyn does. <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think, um, that's what you want to be. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah but i mean i don't know i it's do you do you like confront the people like like what do you do when you see like the masslessness? like you you i i put i keep the mask on i keep the distance um i
1: thought you, I thought you, I thought you were asking i was like what
0: confront them about what i thought you meant do you confront people when they
1: give you COVID?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well if you can track down i mean do you know how you caught it miguel
2: our roommate His, he really right? he works for one of the testing sites um But I don't know that he caught it there or if it was somewhere else, but, um, he, you also changed roommates, the third roommate and one of them caught COVID too, right? No, 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 no. So what happened was, is that it was literally the night before my other roommate was supposed to move out because it was on the 31st. And so, um, you know, he had to stay an extra two weeks or not two weeks. He actually only ended up staying until after he tested negative, but our other roommate still hasn't been able to move in because she wants to take the month to kind of just, you know, be, be safe. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been, it's been crazy over here, um, because of that. But no, it was, it was, uh, my, my one roommate who came back from Colorado back in early December, um, he was working for one of the like, yeah. So he works for one of the testing sites. Um, I don't, I don't think he caught it there or I have no idea. We'd have no idea where he could have caught it from. Um, but yeah, yeah. We think we're pretty comfortable saying it was him and it was probably because we were sharing a, our, our downstairs bathroom. Um, mm-hmm. Cause he was taking a shower down in our bathroom. And so that must've been where the, the transmission happened. And cause yeah, the three of us that were using that bathroom were the three that got, that got COVID mm. from, and I would being very from, air, from
0: shared air or from surfaces, you think?
2: I'm guessing it must've been like from surfaces,
0: hmm. Yeah,
2: but you know, there's no way really, there's no way of knowing, right? um, he was seeing his doctor and his doctor thought he had strep, but I guess he, he had reason enough to, you know, say, Hey, you know, you should get tested. And he didn't exactly quarantine um, appropriately. And so he, uh, yeah, so I ended up getting sick the week after Christmas. And so I was worried because like we had had, you know, um, two people that had quarantined themselves and live alone and, you know, that whole thing. Um, cause they were being safe. And so, uh, you know, we were worried that we had made potentially given it to them, but luckily neither of them, um, tested positive or fe- felt any symptoms, but yeah, it was, it was really yeah rough, but, um, I was mostly, I, I mostly had just cold like symptoms
0: it's frustrating. It's frustrating with the masklessness and then with like, cause otherwise it feels like it's closing in like that. Like it's hard. It's, you know, that's a tough situation. Um, I mean, I'm glad you guys are okay. And, and, uh, hopefully it was limited just that. And, 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 you know, not further, but, uh, yeah, I see, I definitely see a lot of masklessness. Um, if I ever, like anytime I go for a walk just to like, go outside i've got my mask keep the distance like i say but uh you know it's it's like at best 50 percent when you're in the on a walk stores and such maintain it and you know perhaps it will i don't know i don't know i have no real predictions other than the vaccine is coming it is coming and you know it's not going to be it's not gonna be another 10 months we're not at the halfway point we're past the halfway point it's got to be.
2: Well, I think Fauci said today that he thinks that things will be more normal in the fall. Like we will have yeah. a little bit more normalcy in the fall.
0: Yeah. They got to get it ready for next football season. They got to get uh Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, speaking of which, uh, your your bills.
0: Yeah, buddy. They're going to win it all, dude. I'm saying it now on Thursday, January 21st. They're going to beat the Chiefs. The offense is going to explode. And then I think they're going to get Brady and the Bucks in the Super Bowl, go to Tampa, avenge the demons, exercise the demons of the first Super Bowl loss and all of the Brady Patriots dominance. They're too good. Even me saying this and totally jinxing it, they're unjinxable. Unless they (laughs) lose, in which case I will absolutely retract a karmic apology somehow. Um, but it definitely changes. I mean, you guys have both read right, I've been working on a Buffalo pilot script for a long time and had a bunch of different versions of it. Now, now I got to wonder if, uh, if they're finally killing God, because <laughs> football is like the religion of Buffalo. And, you know, if they, if they win, then what? So used to that being like a, a it's probably going to end with getting kicked in the balls. It almost always, almost always ends with getting kicked in the balls. But
2: for, for, for some reason, I just feel like this, if there was any year for the Bills to win, this would be it because that means that, you know,
0: we can't celebrate it. We can't, we can't all be in, in the same space without endangering everybody,
2: destroying, destroying tables and all that.
0: Yeah. To to destroy a table on on one's own is just not. It means you've got an anger problem. It means that it's time to look into therapy and medication. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: well, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for them. So
0: appreciate it. I mean, they uh, you're a Chicago guy, so there's definitely like a shared character. I feel between uh, yeah a, a bit. The for bears. for
2: 100 for 108 years it was or i was for the cubs you know so i understand the the idea of like the the you know the cursed franchise and all that yeah. uh, but the bears are just bad
0: yeah well you know they yeah not the worst team i've ever seen but uh, you know they i mean they made it to the playoffs you know they they are uh,
2: impressively mediocre is what they are they're just like consi- consistently mediocre
0: yeah yeah, that's the space that the Bills were in for a long time it was just like never outright bad, always at that like eight and eight kind of level to just just be good enough to give you some hope and then just give you a nice swift kick. Um Cameron, what else is on your mind? I think uh Miguel Parenio. Gonna... I think it's I think we can kind of wrap up. It's been an hour plus ten minutes. Poreno and Cameron Bashi. Bashi, 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 and Albert Grant Party. Albert Grant Party. Great show. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing it. Do you think uh, is this releasable if I don't edit anything at all? Yeah, I, I don't. I'm,
2: yeah, I think you're good.
0: Cameron, I've, how do you I've, feel? I've confessed to too many crimes. Yeah. Well, then we won't release it I need you I need the consent <laughs> otherwise otherwise otherwise, this goes in the vault
1: uh consent is sexy everyone consent is sexy, and I give my consent
0: <laughs> uh, consent so that means we're all happy that you listen so thanks so much listener. We're gonna wrap up here uh thank you to uh in uh, reverse alphabetical order, Miguel Pareño and Cameron boshi Bashi, Cameron boshi and Miguel Pareño, And me, Albert Grant-Pardee. And this has been a grand party. And at the beginning and the end, you're hearing the band Talk Time. Year of Self is the introduction. And this is the song Colors, which is our outro. Thanks again. Talk to you tomorrow. Give us a rating wherever you listen. That would be appreciated and uh thanks to the cats this is fun yeah had a good time had a good time all right that's all we can ask for cameron did you have an okay time good time even
2: it's still recording
0: yeah it's still recording it's still like, <laughs> uh, like the, you can say no the chummy sort of blooper reel. yeah we got a blooper reel now here on a grand party Wait, wait, guys. I, let me take that back. I want to mispronounce the names really really hard, I, like as <laughs> as midwest white hick as possible. Let me take that again. Mike Brainer. No. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs>